0: Bring it up, Jake. On the BetQL Network, Nick Hostos, Ken Barkley. We're here with you. All the people that just joined us from stadium, thank you very much. We're going to bring you a badass hour of uh, wager-taming goodness here (laughs) up until 7 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, The cool show announcement today was starting Monday. You can hear us on Sirius and XM, Sirius uh, Sirius Channel 217, XM Channel 205. That starts Monday, uh, October 2nd, a.k.a. Monday this coming Monday. We're very much looking forward to that. Uh, Over the course of the next 60 minutes, we will bring you narrative bets for this weekend in college football, side total and props, all our bets and analysis for the Lions and the Packers Thursday night football tonight, including thy Royal prop King. But for now, Ken, why don't we continue our awards analysis here in the national football league ahead of week four and continue. With coach of the year where going into break you were saying mike mcdaniel vulnerable favorite why would you ever bet him right now kind of saying like what mcdaniel would need to in fact win this award so okay we don't like mike mcdaniel at this price um who are you targeting right now in the coach of the year market then if uh, we have a vulnerable favorite
1: i think uh you know i'll just give you my honest answer i i don't know if it's anyone yet i i know that mcdaniel is a low price And I know, I think he probably won't win or he needs a lot to win. Like he needs to do better than Sirianni did last year. He might need to go 15 and two to win, honestly. 14 and three would be really interesting if you consider who the other candidates are. I'll give you like a few names and it's not like, I think this guy's gonna win. Just like a couple things that I've been thinking about this week with this market, not to bet this week, but just like to frame how you might wanna think about it. Um, If there is, we'll do the great season coach first. So this is usually about a quarter of the coach of the year awards are not won by a guy who improves a team a lot, but by a guy who just wins an astronomical sum of games, like Belichick undefeated, like Andy Reid Eagles, uh, John Harbaugh Ravens, like just the season's so good, it doesn't matter what anyone else does. You were too good, you're the coach of the year. The most likely coach to do that is Kyle Shanahan, definitely. And uh, in my opinion, and you might say like, well, Sirianni could actually do that too. I just think the Niners are better. Then they both play, you know, about the same schedule-ish. Um I I now would I bet Kyle Shanahan right now? Probably not. Because like look what happened to Steichen this week, who we'll talk about in a second. Wins one game, 30 to 1 to 10 to 1. Like Shanahan 15-20, I feel like that's kinda gonna just be there for a little bit, as these improvement coaches keep like flip-flopping all over the place, and now that's the surprise team. No, that's the surprise team. No, there's two surprise teams, and they're all gonna kind of fly around a little bit. And he's just gonna kinda be there, I think, as the the great team coach. And if we get to like the halfway point of the season, maybe a little earlier than that, and we can project the schedule a little better in the second half, and it looks like really good. Like it looks like 15 and two, or it looks like 16 and one is really in reach. They haven't sustained any injuries at that point. Let's call it like week six, week seven. Uh, it might be like good sized bet him. In addition to whatever else we learn at that point so just like that's the um that's the good team coach bucket to me it's like shanahan draw line everybody else he's also never won this award before really really respected head coach never won the award come in second he's come in second twice including last season so kind of makes sense to me that with a really good like all-encompassing complete you know 15 and 2 He's the guy, and I think he's more likely to get it than Sirianni. Definitely more likely to get it than McDaniel in terms of a big record. uh, More likely to get it than McDermott. More like all the AFC guys. The schedules are just really tough, and uh, so I think he is like like I would keep that name in the back of your mind for like a few weeks from now. Like you, everyone thinks McDaniel's going to do it. I think actually, like his mentor is the guy that's more likely to do it.
0: Anyone else stand out? Betting coach of the year here. Good stuff just now on Kyle Shanahan
1: yeah i mean i think this is where things get just haywire we're going to talk about the improvement coaches right we're gonna talk about the guys who are coaching teams that weren't very good last year where expectations were mediocre or worse and who have outperformed expectations thus far i mean it's just an absolute minefield like there's there's no good case for why Laflour is better than arthur smith or arthur smith's better than steichen or Steichen's better than mcveigh or mcveigh is better than todd bowles or whatever, or like Bowles and Dennis Allen, if they go. Like, there's just too many of these guys, and you can have subjective opinions on who you like more. And before the year, I like LaFleur and Arthur Smith a good amount. But like, now that we're here and we have these games and we have these prices, like no one can know who the improvement coach is there's too many guys and like yes some of you will be right because you have like a one in seven chance but you're going to be wrong so often if you try to be like well that's the improvement team they all seem so similar and possible and just okay and who knows i don't know why you would like plant your like this week i don't know why you would plant your flag on one with the info we have i i liked lafleur arthur smith going into the year before they played each other lafleur's price unbettable right now too low um he's sub 10 to one in a bunch of places arthur smith's price is still really low and they're a dog this week so just like yeah i, I hope they win I, I like them better before the year both prices better than, than what we have right now um just like you gotta wait and see on who the improvement it's, which stinks like i just tell people to be patient it's miserable in betting you want to bet right now i think you just got to be patient on who the improvement coaches
0: i I guess if you were to bet one now I guess it would it would almost like have to be Steichen, right? Since they're like the actual they're like the are the, the look, it could be team McVay. to win this week.
1: Could be his I opponent this be. week.
0: But like just just saying like because the Colts are a slight favorite in the game, which is the only reason why sure. I would say Steichen over McVeigh. But like to your point, it's a coin flip game basically.
1: And McVeigh way bigger price than uh than Steichen is like a you know, 20 like a to 14, a ten yeah. to fifteen versus a twenty to twenty five, depending on what book you look at. So I, I do, uh, and we'll do this with Comeback Player of the Year. It'll be the last one we talk about, and that doesn't require a lot of time, but just worth noting, like, the Rams remain in a, a big, big no-man's land for me. When we did the game analysis for Colts-Rams earlier this week, I was like, I don't know how to feel about either. Like, I don't know what either team is. I don't feel confident in, that I can have an opinion on what either team is. Like, if Cup comes back, and Stafford still plays well, and Donald's playing, and, like, in some cases, playing at a pretty high level, like, like this can still turn into something good. And if it turns into something good, then then McVeigh is live. I don't know if he'd win, but he he can win like Steichen can win. And I just I have like a hard time buying that Steichen's gonna just do this. And he's beat he got bet because they beat the Ravens and like everyone thinks that's the surprise team. And that makes sense. They win as a big dog like you they surprised, to be fair. And they and they beat Houston and uh, and they lost to Jacksonville, so they're two and one just like with Richardson Minshew, can you get to like 11? Like that's gonna, that's like really tough. Like 10 and seven, 10 and seven's like, okay, who are the other candidates before I vote for you? Like nine and eight's definitely, nine and eight might just be no. 10 and seven might be like, well, who else is there? And if you don't like anybody else, maybe you vote for Steichen. You kinda, I think gotta get to 11 Richardson and Minshew gonna get you to 11 that's just it's just hard to believe honestly and I you could be wrong but now that it's a short price it's just it's hard for me to believe
0: you better you bet with Nick and Ken tremendous football Thursday comeback player of the year coming up in a little bit all our bets for the Packers and Lions towards the end of the show aside total and props for Thursday night football okay I I know I kind of threw out the Triforce a little calamity Gannon action
1: and and listen I mean a good question
0: Niners should smash them this weekend. And even if they don't smash them, the Niners are very likely to win the game. Okay, we we think that Kyler's going to be back probably sooner than expected and is going to play sure. this year for Arizona. They should have beaten the Giants in week two. Could have definitely beaten the Commanders in week one. They beat the Cowboys in week three. So they're very likely to be one and three after the Sunday, right? Going to lose to the 49ers. Uh, if they win like 6 games or 7 games is is that enough and I, I, it's not just like improvement from last year it's what this was like the the bottom bottom basement bargain basement bottom whatever like the worst projection you could possibly have if they go like 7 and 10 could gannon win this award i don't think it's insane to think that like they could go 7 and 10 this year like what does gannon need in order to be eligible to win this award
1: that's a really tough question to answer, right? Because there's basically no historical precedent for that happening. Like it's Jimmy Johnson, Cowboys, 1989 or whatever that was, 1990, whatever year that was, yep. uh, and under 500 and one coach of the year, because they had been so bad the year before that even, even that improvement to like one game under or whatever was viewed as a roaring success. I mean, that's, you know, you're talking about like, Oh, what's your historical precedent? Well, like 35 years ago. Uh, okay. Uh, that's tough. And uh, seven to 10, uh, seven to 10 is a record. You brought up, like, can they get that? I just want to read the next seven games, excuse me, six games on the schedule. You, you figure, like, if this is really going to start getting rolling and you want to bet Gannon, you need to accumulate at least a couple wins here during the stretch before Kyler comes back. You can't expect to run the table when Kyler comes back. Like, the team's not that good. Sorry. Um, next six games for them at San Francisco, home against the Bengals, at the Rams, at the Seahawks, home against the ravens at the browns and i just don't Moore. see it. <laughs> and right and well and more like, is like the games maybe they could win they also play at they play the niners and the eagles in the final four weeks of the season too they play the eagles and the niners again obviously
0: yeah i'm uh i'm Steelers happy the late. conversation up i thought it was you know what i think we're good <laughs> stop I, he's already dead he's I'm already dead but like i think we're good but
1: just to be fair they did beat dallas so yeah. I, like, it, it, like, honestly, if you're somebody listening, you can be like, well, I know you guys think it's really funny. They also beat Dallas. Why can't they beat these other teams? And you'd be right. Like, well, how am I going to argue against it? they? They just beat Dallas. What I, what, what's my argument there? It just like, I just wouldn't want it. The, that six games is impossible. Like, I just, you know, he could go two and four through that stretch, by the way. So what? Two and four, they'd be three and six he'd still he's three and six he'd still be 50 to one he'd still be, he'd be more probably because they'd be three and six and that's me giving them two wins on that schedule like two crazy wins <laughs> and they're three and six they're gonna be three and six he's gonna be 10 to one like no way so I just can it happen sure i total wait and see on that one for me
0: all right let's go to a comeback player of the year here Nick and Ken here on a tremendous football Thursday uh Damar Hamlin now plus one hundred. Um, has not been active for a game yet this year. Maybe he'll be active against the Miami Dolphins. Like we'll see. I I would say probably not, just based on like the injury report for Buffalo. But we'll see over the course of the next of the next couple days. So Hamlin is the even money favorite right now. He was also like minus like nine hundred like two months ago or three months ago. So Hamlin plus one hundred. Tua, I know I know you love this. Tua is the second choice at plus one sixty, like right behind Hamlin. Then Vegas has drawn the line. hashtag Vegas. TJ Watt fourteen to one. Lamar is twenty. Matthew Stafford and Calvin Ridley at 25. Your guy, Baker Mayfield at 30. Brees Hall, 35. John Mechie, 40. Your guy, Chase Young at 50, along with Michael Thomas. Rashawn Gary at 66. Jonathan Taylor at 80. Uh, that's where the Gettleman line is drawn. Uh, comeback player of the year, Ken, and how to bet this. I'm, I'm guessing you have a lot to say on this particular market.
1: Well, I, I, I guess I would just say, like, I've said a lot already. And I don't want to say the same thing again for, like, to take as long as I do. So I would encourage people to go back and listen to Comeback Player. It's this, We've done the same thing every week. I think this is the first week where, like, I've got these huge positions set up on a few guys. And, uh, you know, uh, Stafford, Mayfield, and Chase Young with a little bit of Beckham and i mean like to like on like the limits aren't huge in this market you gotta work to get money in it but like i probably almost the positions might be too big actually i might be i might have been overconfident almost because they're just massive and uh and i've got these things set up and i could add more right now right like the prices really haven't changed very much like if i like those guys the prices are still big i think i'm i think for, i'm gonna take a week off from adding uh now ne- i mean never edge like still love love the players but like adding more not sure and uh for one really specific reason which is it does seem like at some point and maybe it's in the middle of the season or whatever that hamlin will be activated for a game like it's just it's just are we really going to go the whole time and it's not going to happen now there's a chance they play like a meaningless week 18 game and that's when it happens because like that's if you were going to do it if you were going to do it just for symbolism that would be the game if you're going to do it because you needed him because you had a hurt safety then it could be any week but it, it feels like that's possible that it could happen if it does, does this market get reset all over again because of the perception that when he plays, he wins? And if that happens, should I really keep betting now, or should I like almost honestly like hope that happens or consume content a lot that week? Like, do people think that that means he won? And uh, and then rebet at way bigger prices. So I'm kind of like, I got these big positions. Like, if you haven't bet this, I do like those three players a lot to win this. Um, I like I'm, I might like Chase Young the most, honestly, and um and so I just I think for this week it's like chill but just to really hammer something here before the end of segment there's one player I want to talk about next segment and then I'm done to hammer this for this segment the wrongest thing about this has nothing to do with Hamlin the The wrongest thing about this the most wrong Hamlin is a an interesting candidate a unique candidate we've never seen anything like this at an award so that means he can win and that means like I can't say that's like crazy the craziest thing is Tua, and it's not even close. I actually think he played in week 16 last year. Like, I, I actually think he's ineligible to win. I don't it's think anyone a would vote for him. He's also to an MVP. But, a favorite but even MVP. if he's running that race and he can't run this one, this is like the booby prize compared to that. Even if he wasn't doing that, I actually don't know if anyone would vote for, or even think about it for this. He was never referenced before the season for this award. <laughs> this is the wrong thing. Like, This is the angle to bet. Hamlin's actually just kind of like, we don't know what that is.
0: On the other side, Ken's going to give you one more name for Comeback Player of the Year. I want to give a name for Comeback Player of the Year. Then it's Feliz Naritov. Narrative Bets for the Weekend in College Football. And we'll start breaking down the Packers and Lions.
1: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network.